0: Welcome to episode three of the Kamijan Creative Spotlight Podcast. My name is Yelena Ambartsumyan, co-founder of Kamijan, and along with Talin Satrakyan, our co-founder and creative director, today we are featuring on our podcast, Nuara Markaryan. Nuara has been working as a freelance graphic designer and illustrator in Yerevan, Armenia for the past four years. She is passionate about teaching and building a healthy, open community of creatives in Armenia. We recently worked with Nuara to create the new logo and brand identity for Kamijan. Afterwards, Talin and I sat down with Noara to delve further into some of the conversations we had during the logo design process, including what's the difference between art and graphic design, who has the right to update and reference Armenian aesthetic culture, particularly the Armenian typeface, And why does Armenian medieval art, especially miniature paintings, have perplexingly so few mountain symbols given Armenia's mountainous landscape? This is our conversation with Nuara. Nuara, tell us about your work. How would you describe your aesthetic? So when I'm
1: doing my personal works, I try to go for honesty and to be more like to be genuine with myself and to keep To be honest with myself, basically, and to also keep it fun and experimental. But uh, when it goes for like design itself, it's kind of a different world because you're working with another person there, which is the client most of the time who has a specific problem that they need to be solved. As a designer, you need to be devoid of ego and you need to not analyze things through yourself your work you need to like have that detachment in my opinion if you want to like deliver good like work that uh solves a problem because a lot of times designers fail to do that they want to put their own mark on it and it's like i try avoid to do i'm trying to avoid to do that with clients although like it depends on the client as well because sometimes clients want your specific style But in general, like I approach these two worlds very differently in terms of both aesthetic and design thinking and art thinking in general.
0: Well, let's go back then, because sometimes I think some people might not understand the difference between graphic design and mm -hmm. visual art, because to them, it might just seem like the same thing. Can you explain what the difference is? Well, this
1: is like the, honestly, the age-old question was the difference between art and design. (laughs) In my experience, what helped me personally to put that line between art and design is that when me as an artist, I give myself more freedom to explore my own inner dilemmas and questions and try to like express myself through that way. And art doesn't necessarily always need to solve a particular problem. It doesn't need to be practical all the time. When design... In my opinion, (laughs) needs to be practical. It needs to solve a problem. Sometimes this has been taken too far. Like that's why we come across design that is like very bland and very corporate. I think that you still need to put some creative magic into it, but design ultimately it's like an engineer, you know, engineer trying to solve a problem. The car needs to work at the end of the day, and the design at the at the same time needs to work at the end of the day as well.
0: When, has to communicate like an thing.
1: yeah, it, it needs to, and by work, I mean, for example, like a simple example. If your logo is going to be printed on different formats, for example, bottle caps, they need to be small, right? And the logo can't be too complicated because it would not show, it would not, you know, leave an impression. So you need to take these things into account. There are some things that you just can't cross because it's all about clear concise, practical communication. Uh, Like an artist, I always say an artist is like a scientist who needs to experiment, who has their own ways of doing things. And they're basically the ones who bring new things to the table. And the, the designer is like an engineer who, yes, takes element from the science. But ultimately, the goal is to make something that functions in the real world.
0: So it seems like the goals are also different. The artist might be constrained maybe by the medium or the limitations of the medium, but their purpose is self-expression discovery. It's more open-ended versus with design. You're already starting from an end point. You know what it is that you want to achieve and you're kind of working backwards to be able to reverse engineer or set those sort of elements in motion.
1: Yeah, basically design is more corporate and capitalistic in a lot of ways like that, in that way. Uh, it doesn't, it, that doesn't mean it doesn't need to be fun and magical still. But like an artist definitely has more ways of doing the things. And again, like it doesn't mean that artists don't solve a problem, but they usually solve a problem that they personally find that needs to be solved, you know.
2: I think with artists, like there are so many artists that I know that say, oh, okay, this painting is not finished, but any average person will look at it and say, this is finished. Like, come on, mm-hmm. like let's put this on a wall. And they'll say, "No, nope. you know, I'm putting it under the bed. And then they come back in like one or two years and they change the entire thing. And they maybe never want it to be shown. But with a designer, I feel like there's a timeline and there's like a sense of this needs to be completed because things need to move on from this point.
1: I, I love when art is like just what it is and is trying to show you the raw thing in, in a world without too much alteration. Like it's just there and there's no way you can like debate it if it's good or not. It's just reality It just shows you the world in its most organic state. I'm not going to devalue other types of like approaches, but that's basically the one that gets to me the most. And I like when art catches me in that moment of like, it's there, like take it or leave it, you know, and I I love
0: that. So this might be a good time to talk about Armenian art. Uh, Yes. (laughs) we've, We've talked about this quite a bit as we were working together, but we've chatted before about not treating Armenian culture as fixed or in the past, but as something living, dynamic, and changing. What has been your approach to referencing Armenian aesthetic culture, Armenian art, and what are some of the major elements of it that inspire you, both as a graphic designer and as an artist?
1: I will answer this question from more of a standpoint of a graphic designer because I had like an entire journey with Armenian typefaces. (laughs) I remember like, well, I started designing around like four years ago, like really getting into it and like researching it and wanting to become a designer. And at first I was so damn intimidated by Armenian typefaces. Every time I would see, I would just get a shiver (laughs) down my spine because I would be like, How am I going to design this? This seems so intimidating. When like with Latin typefaces, I was like totally okay. I could just like do whatever I want. But with Armenian, it was just intimidating
0: as hell. That's interesting because the Armenian script was designed to be beautiful as written. It's (laughs) interesting that, hey, they're giving you all this information and you're sort of like, okay, this is a little intense. How do I... How do I work with this? It is. The way I overcame my fear of the Armenian
1: typeface was a year ago where I was like, where does this come from of my fear towards the Armenian typeface? I realized that it's like a general fear of Armenian culture because as Armenians, we put armenianness and armenian culture so high and like so untouchable sometimes it can get intimidating for artists to relax and like experiment with it because it's like this like thing like oh armenian needs to be like this it's it's basically the same thing with the armenian character like who is an armenian and like you feel like there's a blueprint of who an Armenian is but that's a myth ultimately because Armenians are so diverse and they're living in the 21st century and they can come in all shapes and sizes and everything so it's like I realized that this is basically uh, a stupid <laughs> fear uh, something that yeah it c- comes from this like again
0: like this
2: <sighs> it's like putting it on
0: a pedestal and saying yeah. you know it's perfect as it is it's untouchable. And we can mm-hmm. only reference it or copy it exactly, but we don't have the right, you know, even as <laughs> Armenians, we don't have the right to interact with it, to be part of the growing narrative, to change it.
1: Exactly. It seems like put up on this yeah pedestal. Exactly. And then you're like, so how, where you, where you can go with this. But then I was like, you know what, like, it doesn't really matter because I am an Armenian, in fact and I do live in Armenia and I am an artist and I think I have the the right to explore and change and grow with the culture that I have inherited and it doesn't need to be something we've seen before so for me like I was I remember this one time my first work that I really pushed myself to step up and experiment a bit with like Armenian typeface was the zit. I have this one poster that I made. And I remember specifically like going through Behance, looking at this cool typefaces, 30 days of typeface. That's what it's called. And I was like looking at those projects and all of them are so experimental. They're so fun. And I'm like, why can I do this with like Armenian? And then I was like, wait, I can though. and <laughs> And I did it and it was so fun. And that first time that I did it, after that I became an addict and I remain an addict to this day. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> now I I honestly, every project I do, I'm like, oh guys, maybe we should have an Armenian typeface here.
2: you came up with this amazing logo for Kamijan, and I felt like you were able to understand us without us having to explain much. So <laughs> explain a little bit about your process and how you came up with the design.
1: When when you guys told me that you wanted Armenian manuscripts, mona and the cartoon, right? I was so excited because, as I told you guys, when I was like younger, I used to go to like Igitian Center for Aesthetics, which is like a big art educational center, and we used to work so much with miniatures, mona mona the cartoon. That when you guys told me that, I was like, yes, now I can go back, basically a uh, trip to nostalgia town <laughs> and like re-research all my books and try to pull ex- inspiration from those and it was such a nice moment for me personally it was like very it was a callback for myself so i was like really excited to work on the project itself it came together in in a very like beautiful and harmonious way honestly it was both a test for myself <laughs> i was testing myself how good can i get an adaptation of all these works into a logo now as a graphic designer because back then i would approach this as an artist and now i had a chance to like make a logo with them so it's like a very fun moment for me and i'm really really happy with how it came out hope you guys also like it
2: we love it. We I, mean, love I think it. it's like, it's a perfect embodiment of looking back towards our history and our art as like a people and culture and showing how it can be updated and be reused in a totally different way today. So yeah, yeah. I think you did a perfect job.
1: Also, like, I made a few like discoveries, which was weird for me. That things that I didn't notice before. You guys remember how you guys wanted mountains and like Ararat? Yeah. And the most funny thing to me is that like, I'm researching through all of these books and I'm like, God damn, we really don't have (laughs) any type of ornamental visual element, anything with mountains. It's like, (laughs) it's like gone. It's Martino Osayan who did it. It's before that. We just have... Yeah, you can see like in one or two places. It's just in the background somewhere, some mountains. But I, I feel like as like people who lived in the mountains, we, <laughs> I expected to be more mountain, uh, visual symbols,
0: something. But there wasn't any to find. Yeah, you'd think it would be a specific element. I mean the sun is a very strong and important element animals it even buildings but somehow mountains
1: and we don't have season stuff but it's like we don't have mountains guys what, what's going on because i remember i was like losing my mind at some point i was like <laughs> damn like where the hell can i find the mountain i was like am i in armenia am i looking yeah. at armenian history like checking the books
0: yeah, it has Bikes. to exist. I really love how subtly you incorporated Ararat and the mountains into our logo. E- even though it's a graphic design and not a work of art, <laughs> I think it actually it's both because when you look at it, it's it's not so obvious. You see so many motifs. There are so many messages, so many meanings about, you know, not just our brand and our identity, but what we're trying to convey in terms of feelings for people and in terms of like changing reality and perception as we were talking before about art
1: again like i said like sometimes these approaches like also depend a lot on the client themselves working with you guys i definitely allowed myself more try to approach the situation more as an artist at points because talin is an artist visual artist and she already knew the world talking with you guys like it seemed you wanted bit a bit of that like artistic magic so that's what i went for as well and the, and the mountains too because there was not enough reference i tried to look how other elements are drawn and pull from that and adapted to the ararat symbol and in the back it was again really funny like the entire time it was really funny for me that like we don't have mountains this is probably the thing that I will keep in mind. <laughs> it, it was so like funny and ironic to me. Yeah,
2: There's probably but... going to be someone in like 20 years like looking for a mountain symbol and they're going to find just yours. This the kami
1: John symbol. That's it. <laughs> I'm okay with
0: that. <clears throat> we hope you enjoyed this conversation with Noara. If you'd like to see Kami-Jan's new logo designed by Noara. Head over to our website, kamijan.com, or our Instagram, where we've also tagged Nawara so you can
2: see more of her work.